Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes, or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans, plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinnertime solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamachris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. I'm Kristen Dobniak, holistic nutritionist and mama of two, and this is the Healthy Balance Mama podcast, a podcast about ditching the diet dogma, embracing intuitive eating, real food, and living healthy, happy, and whole. Please note the information and opinions on this podcast are intended for information and inspiration only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare practitioner before making any changes. Now, on to the show. Hey there, it's Kristen Dovniak, and I am back for episode six of the Healthy Mama Life podcast. I am so thrilled by the response to this podcast. Every listen and download and subscribe and share means the world to me. So thank you, friends. Today, I wanted to talk about a hot topic in the intuitive eating world, health. This is the Healthy Mama Life podcast, after all. But one of the biggest questions I get, especially recently, when I talk about ditching the diet dogma for good is, but what about health? Are you a nutritionist? What about the obesity epidemic? Friends, health is centric to all that I do. If you've ever followed me on social media, Instagram, or Facebook, in fact, pause this podcast and go do that right now. I'm at Healthy Mama Chris. You know I believe in the power of nutrition, of real food, of treating your body well. And just because I don't recommend diets doesn't mean I don't recommend healthy living. In fact, it's quite the opposite. I recommend living in a way that is healthiest for you. I talked about this a little in the last episode, respecting our bodies and honoring our health. But the key here is that we're all different. And no prescription of diet or exercise is going to work for everyone. This is bio-individuality. I make recommendations as a health practitioner and a guide, but... What intuitive eating does is help you tune into your body's cues with those recommendations rather than relying on external expectations, which have been proven time and time again to not last. Studies show over and over again that it's not extreme efforts at weight loss or dieting that produce real change. It's the habits we adopt that result in long-term change. In fact, it has been well established that a focus on weight loss and dieting has the opposite effect on health and promotes a weight loss regain cycle that's been proven stressful on the cardiovascular system and increases odds of future 
overall weight gain. That's right. Dieting is the best predictor of future weight gain. In a 2017 study published in the New England Journal of Medicine of over 73,000 participants over 12 years, researchers found that people who added in some wholesome foods over time, even if they didn't necessarily commit to making over their entire way of eating, it improved their chances of living longer in various different ways. So what do I recommend? Small changes. The only way to lasting health is to take the focus off of weight and dieting and create habits around the things that make you feel good, that nourish you, body, mind, and soul. It has to be holistic. And these changes, they don't need to be huge. In fact, they're better off small. When you're on a journey to health from a place of fear, fear of gaining more weight, Fear of feeling restricted, of missing out on life due to the the changes you're about to make, or you have a history of restriction, yo-yo dieting, the binge and restrict cycle. This is even more important. The changes you make need to come from a place of love, of being kind to your body, of nourishment. Imagine yourself as a child. Would you talk to that child the way you're talking to yourself? Would you demand they change everything all at once in the name of some arbitrary rule set by a so-called expert? No. Kids don't respond to sweeping changes. And guess what? Neither do we. And the studies back this up. If dieting worked, the so-called obesity epidemic in this country would be on the downward spiral. But it's not. We know this. We watch the statistics continue to creep up as a society and medical professionals demand we lose more weight in the name of health. But the focus on weight loss in and of itself is what seems to be hindering us from making real change. Oh, the irony. A 2014 study in the Journal for Progress in Cardiovascular Diseases argues with significant evidence a shift in focus from weight loss to improvement in the causal behaviors. Read habits, actual diet and exercise over focusing on weight and body size. Even with minimal initial weight loss, significant changes in health outcomes were found and prevention of future weight gain occurred. Whereas dieters found the opposite, the weight loss regain cycle continued. These subjects in multiple studies who changed their habits created long-term change. They got off the weight loss regain cycle and instead regained their life, improving their health long-term and increasing self-esteem, reducing depression, and obsession around food. The impetus to go to extremes simply to lose weight only to gain it back and continue what experts call the obesity cycle is rampant in our society, in the medical community especially. And the worst part about it The longer you're on it, the harder it becomes to actually lose weight. So we're told to lose weight over and over again, but every time we lose lose weight and gain it back, the harder it becomes to maintain the weight loss. And the cycle continues. That's why it's a cycle. It becomes harder. We become more depressed. Our quality of life decreases and we lose hope. So what would you do for that child then? I know what I'd do. I would give them one small change and start there. Whatever your goal is, friend, whether it be walking a 5K, improving your digestion, managing autoimmune disease, being able to climb a flight of stairs without being winded, or it's running a marathon, it's the small changes we make one at a time 
that add up to real change. Studies show it takes anywhere from 21 to 33 days to create a habit. Imagine you decide to finally ditch the diets. If you decide, instead, start by creating one nourishing habit. You go for a walk at lunch, and then you create another. You start drinking more water, and then another, you drink a green smoothie for breakfast. In another, you start simply planning your meals. And then another, you start prepping a few foods at the beginning of the week so you have nourishing options in your fridge and are less likely to run through the drive-thru or grab takeout. And then, you start incorporating more real whole foods in your diet while listening to your body. Once each behavior becomes a habit, you move on to the next. In a year, you have created more or less 12 nourishing habits. Imagine that. Your life is forever changed. You're waking with more energy, relying less on caffeine, takeout, and vending machines to get you through the day. You're moving more, nourishing your body with real food, setting yourself up for a healthy week, nourishing your family well, and in this, you are able to show up better for those who need you the most in your life. This is self-care, friends. This is health. This is food freedom. So how do we create habits and make them last? I want to leave you with some practical tips to start creating truly nourishing habits so you stop relying on diets to tell you what and what not to eat or do and start tuning into what feels good and is truly sustainable in the long term. Number one, start with vision and begin each day with intention. Where do you see yourself in a year? In five years? When you're 80? Create a vision of that person you want to be. When you know where you're going, it's much easier to create a path, even if it's a road you've never traveled. Then begin each day with intention. Set an intention for the day you want to create. Start it in prayer, in journaling, in gratitude for everything you have. It seems silly, but it's not. When you start your day with intention for how you want to live, you give yourself direction. Number two, drink more water. One of my favorite tips that I give to all of my clients, the ladies in my community, is to start your day with half of a lemon squeezed into a glass of water. It is so nourishing for your body. It helps the body to naturally detoxify without going on some crazy restrictive cleanse or drinking green juice 16 times a day. It helps to kickstart digestion by stimulating bile production. It's energizing. There are so many benefits to it, but also it tastes good and it rehydrates your body after going 7, 8, 9, 10 hours without any water. Your body needs hydration. Your cells need hydration. So start the day with a glass of water, whether it be lemon water, water with apple cider vinegar, or just plain old water. Start your day with water and you're already off to a good start. So recommendations for water intake are about half your body weight. Do not step on the scale for this. About half your body weight in water, sorry, in ounces per day. So don't go weigh yourself. You have a general idea of how much you weigh. Totally general. About 8 to 10 8-ounce glasses is a great place to start. So figure out how you're going to make that happen in your life. Whether you're going to download a free app to remind you to drink more water, you're going to put rubber bands on one wrist and then transfer them to the other when you drink that glass of water, Drinking more water is essential. Like I said, our cells need water to function properly. No wonder people feel more energized when they drink more water. 
And this is 100% free. It's free, it's simple, but you will notice the change when you haven't been drinking enough water and you're fully hydrated. Habit number three, move just one day this week. Something out of the ordinary. It doesn't need to be anything extravagant. It can just be going for a 10-minute walk in the morning on your lunch break. And I only want you to do it one day, especially if you're not in the habit of moving right now, other than, you know, your normal daily activities. This is outside your normal daily activities, but it's just getting some movement in. It could be a walk. It could be a run. It could be a spin class. It could be a HIIT workout. It could be yoga. Whatever you would like to do. I just want you to move one day this week. And if you're already in the habit of moving a couple days, like you have a fitness class you go to a couple days a week, try one more. Now, if you're already working out six days a week, I don't want you working out seven. You need one day of active rest. Maybe this isn't the habit that you need to build and that's okay. You can focus on the other things. But if you're not in the habit of moving, your body needs movement. So I want you to choose one day this week and just move a little bit more than you usually do. Do something you know you love or try something you've never done before. Try a bar class, try a spin class, try a new workout on YouTube. Do something different that's exciting that you're excited to do. Doesn't need to cost money. Habit number four, make half your plate plants. I borrowed this concept from Rebecca Scritchfield of Body Kindness, who I love, and I love this. So I, I've mentioned this before that I often help my clients who struggle with creating a balanced plate use their hands as a gentle portion guide to tune into how their body feels at a baseline and then adjust from there to find what their balance is. This simplifies it even more because it's one thing that all nutrition experts agree on. We need to eat more plant foods. Whether or not you choose to eat meat, plants are king. Do we need protein and healthy fats? Absolutely. But I want to get away from over-examining our plates because it tends to create stress and obsession around food. This isn't disregarding nutrition. This is just a simple way to nourish ourselves. We need to start simple, one step at a time, and the rest will fall into place. So just try adding a few more vegetables, some fruit, some whole grains. Just try. This is where you begin. This is how you create real change. This is how you nourish your body wholly and fully. So try these four steps. Start with intention. Drink more water. Move even just one day this week. Eat more plants. Feel the difference these simple steps make in your overall life. And only when you have established each one securely should you move on to the next. It is the habits we form, the small changes we make that lead to real change in our lives. Ditching the diets isn't about ditching health. It's about embracing your body's inner wisdom and honoring it by tuning in, making peace with food, enjoying foods that truly satisfy, and honoring your feelings without food. It's about enjoying food for pleasure and nourishment, not punishing based on food choices or deeming foods good or bad, but embracing the food God gave us and learning to delight in foods and practices that make us feel good and leaving the rest. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, if you have questions for me, um, anything you want to be answered on the podcast, please email Chris, that's K-R-I-S, at healthymamachris.com. For show notes, real food recipes, articles, and more, visit HealthyMamaChris.com. 
And if you like this podcast, please hit the subscribe button so you'll see every episode. And if you loved it, go ahead and give it a review for me on iTunes or whatever um, listening app you have. Every subscribe and every five-star review helps this podcast be seen and heard by more women that need to hear it. My hope is that you feel healthy, happy, and whole. Have a beautiful day, friends.